Uh, my name is Reed, and I'm from the band Osarum, and you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. Hi, let me switch the... That's fine. And I hit record, and there's Reed, so we're all good. How are you, man? Is it all working? Everything's all good? Everything is good. That's my partner, Rita. I'm Bruce. Nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you, Bruce. Thank you for taking the Hi, time. Hi, Rita. Nice to meet you. Rita, is that, is that how you say it? Sorry? Yeah, that's how you say it. Rina. Or if you want to do the Finnish R, just, you know, be very aggressive about it. It's very There you go. Rina. That's how I would say it. <laughs> nice, to meet you. nice to meet you guys. She's all the way from Finland. You're in Canada, right? That's correct. Yeah. So uh, some Nordic, uh, uh, we got we got northern countries in there. So that's great. We just got off the phone with uh, a band from Vancouver, Bad Pop. Oh, OK, cool. Yeah. Where are you located in Canada? Uh, we're located just east over the Rockies in Calgary, Alberta. So it's. Oh, okay. um, yeah. So it's not too it's it's about a half an hour plane ride, but it's about a 12, 13 hour drive. So oh, it's that long of a drive. Yeah, just because you're, it's it's right through the the Rockies. Like Calgary's on the uh, eastern side of the Rockies. Uh, like we've got the the mountains in the backdrop of our city, and then uh, Vancouver's literally in the coastal mountains, right on the uh, the water there, right by the ocean. So. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Well, anyway, if you don't mind, we'll just jump right in. Yeah, man. Now let's go for it. So, what was the I guess the catalyst or the reason to go ahead and uh, re-release the album from 2017, Kingsbane? Yeah, well, you know, I think like most artists, um, you know, the idea of re-releasing something, especially so soon after it's been released. I mean, I know it's been four years, but relatively pretty recent. Um, you know, the idea of it was kind of a little iffy, but given the circumstances with COVID and kind of how it's really turned the whole world upside down, we just released our EP foundations last year during the pandemic in 2020. And we were like, well, while we're writing our next full length, while we're writing uh, our follow-up, let's, let's try and, um, you know, give, give the people something else. And we felt that King's Bane originally in 2017 due to our own, our own faults and also just um, some uh, business decisions. We don't think it got the, the proper release when we did release it. Okay, And um, we feel like this is kind of our second chance and kind of a, a proper release and, and also with some bonus material and uh, things remixed and remastered. So it's just a better package all around. And I think a better representation of the album itself. Did you go back and re-record any of that stuff or was it mostly uh, the same tracks and remastered and re-engineered? Yeah. So, so the original, the original album, the original tracks, which I think are, I think there's eight uh, if I'm not mistaken, the original uh, original album uh, that was all remixed and remastered. So we didn't we didn't touch any of the actual tracks itself. We just went back in there and, and touched it up and made it sound a little bit better, I guess, or a little bit how we would mix something today. Mm-hmm. And then um, we re-recorded and kind of reimagined three songs from that album. So we we looked at uh, Viper Queen, Grief Maker, and Razor's Wind. I mean, we just kind of did our own spin on it, how we'd maybe do it today. And uh, I got to lay down my vocals and uh, our drummer, Cody, who didn't do the original Kingsbane album, he got to lay down, um, got to lay down his drums and have his own take on it. So that was pretty cool. We all got to kind of redo it and kind of make it a little, maybe maybe things that we 
we wish we did, or maybe we do live now and, and kind of really make it sound that much better and maybe a more true representation of the band. Day. Also gives it a different vibe too, right? If you're changing the drumming even slightly, it's a different vibe. It, it's it's totally true. Like it, like Cody's a beast, and uh, it really did add an, an extra like an added kind of element to the sound and and well it's it is what the band sounds like today so it's it's kind of a, a good good way to kind of bridge the two records or i guess the two different times uh together so so you were able to take advantage of all that pandemic downtime and actually really get in there and not only write new stuff but go ahead and redo that as well yeah i, I guess uh maximize what you yeah. can you know i mean it's it's really just a shitty situation that i, I think um really really just fucked up the whole like music community doesn't matter what genre doesn't matter live music venues um the, the whole industry from the top down um and i think that uh, yeah you had to look at what, what are you going to do and, and there's no better time to write and kind of maybe explore new things and do new things creatively than when you're literally you can't do anything else can't do anything else right are you guys close enough where you could all write together yeah and get together yeah. Yeah, we all we all live uh, we all live in Calgary, Alberta. Um, so we're we're not too far. I mean, Calgary's a massive city. It's uh, so it's a bit of drives to uh, each other's places, but um, you know it was good. We got to actually kind of be all together, and make it happen. So it was good. What about in the studio when they were remixing and remastering? Were you able to get in there, or was that kind of uh, off limits with COVID? Uh, so we actually mix in house. Our bassist. Um, is multi-instrumentalist and uh, mixing recording engineer, uh, Tyler Corbett. And uh, he, he actually, like we, we have full creative control because uh, Tyler does all the mixing and he's uh, an absolute boss at it. He's fantastic. And uh, so we, we had complete control. And then, and then normally we would send off our tracks, to get mastered somewhere else. Uh, but Cody is also a recording engineer uh, and producer. And so he's like, well, why don't we, why don't we just do it all in house? So, um, this one was mixed and mastered by the band and it turned out great. Turned, sonically, it sounds even better than the original, which is, which is just fantastic. So, Technology has so. blown me away how far it's come. You can do all that stuff in your house on a box. But, and, and you know what you got in that because it's too bloody expensive. You know? Yeah. I hundred percent agree. Rena, sorry. I'm hogging the conversation. Oh, don't worry. About no. it. Go ahead. Yeah, you guys go ahead. Never mind the box. <laughs> no, that sounds really interesting, like doing everything in-house. Because my question would have been, like, does it now sound like you wanted it to sound the first time around? My God, that sounded super poetic. The song is basically writing itself. But uh, anyway, like, if you did it everything yourself and you had complete control, then I bet the answer is yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Um... It's one of those things where I think for most artists, and I could be completely wrong, I just know for, for myself and I think the band, it's like you work so hard on something for so long and you pour in all this effort and blood, sweat and tears and all that shit. And then you release it. And then there's always going to be things that you kind of like wish, you know, you could have changed or maybe like, ah, crap, you know, like there's never a, never a record. I don't think that's ever like perfect in the eyes of maybe the artist, uh, but you get it as close as you can. Um, and then just kind of circumstances being what they are, they are like uh, I previously said, having a second chance, I guess you could say, or, or a reason to go back in there and, and touch up some things. And then as well as just kind of try out some new things on some older songs and kind of make them sound 
maybe how we we write or or how we would uh, record it today. So it, it's you know what I think uh, hindsight twenty twenty. It's nice that we did it because it kind of elevates this album maybe closer to what we thought foundations our, our previous record was like. So that's that's a good that's a good thing. You know, we feel good about it. I imagine every band would love to have that opportunity if given the chance, because like you said, you sit with it for a month or two months afterwards and go, ah, shit, I wish I would have fixed that, whatever snare symbol, whatever it was. And you actually had the chance to go back and fix it. What's been the reaction to it so far? Has it been pretty good? Yeah. Yeah. From the, from the fans that are already, already our fans. Um, it's been nothing but positive. They, they love the new takes on some of the older songs. I think that would be a, a big selling feature for them. Um, just because they probably had these songs playing for however long and now they get to hear a different take on it and i'm i recorded that record when i was 21 um the vocals and uh now being in my 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 mid-20s getting another crack at it i'm definitely a better singer i i find anyway and um i've grown a lot so there's that and i think that with cody in there too and uh the the boys on the strings being able to kind of add and, and maybe push themselves a little harder i think I think it's uh, it's been a lot of positive feedback, and hopefully for new fans who maybe got into us uh, from foundations, or maybe this is the first time hearing us, is a better representation of who we are and what we've become and how we've grown. So I think it's uh, it's been mostly good. That's awesome, Rena. No, this is my my battery is running out on my laptop, so I'm I'm getting a little distracted on whether I'm just gonna poof disappear. So do they not have plugs in Finland? <laughs> is there no plugs no, in Finland? No. Sitting. That's that's the issue. <laughs> Sorry, Reed. Very very unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told you before. We run a professional show. It's a tight right. show. She's not. She's not. She's usually not prepared. She's got a battery that's going to die. But th- mind you, this has been booked for like three months. So. <laughs> so Reed, what do you have planned for uh, for live stuff? I know you're locked down right now, but are you doing any sort of live streams? Are you doing planning any sort of shows in the future maybe uh you know what so far right now everything's just up in the air and it's uh we're not we're just going to kind of expect that nothing for the summer and probably into the fall i mean there's been talks about maybe booking something in in the in the fall leading into the winter time uh but you don't want to do too much touring uh in canada in the winter time anyway especially in western canada yeah um it's just it's pretty sketchy and uh you know, if we get an opportunity to, to, to go abroad and maybe to a place where it's a little better in the wintertime, then by all means. But uh, right now it's kind of we're just focusing on on re- recording, uh, well, writing and recording our, our next record. So how far then, along is that? Um, You know what? We've got about six songs, like pretty much completely written and demoed out, um, you know, with a few things here and there that need to be tweaked and then mm-hmm. another like four to six songs that are, are still in the works, but the shells are there. So we're, we're moving along. We, we were actually making a lot of progress and then we, we were into another lockdown uh, here in our province of Alberta. And uh, that kind of put a little bit of a dampener on things and kind of slowed the process down, unfortunately, but everyone else is in the same kind of shitty predicament. So I don't think it's uh, I'm not viewing it as like, what was me? You know, it's right. kind of like, it's just how it is right now. Do you find yourself, writing more or not yourself, but do you find the band writing more songs than needed and then having to filter it back or do you just write what you need? Uh, good question. Uh, this, this record, I think we're going into it as 
because we, we kind of all had a bunch of ideas and we just picked the best ones. And if that, you know, it turned out to be, I don't know, give or take 11 to 13 ideas. Um, but some ideas are going to morph into with other ideas and some are going to get discarded. And I think it's kind of like we, we, we take those 13 ideas and, and we see where they go and what they lead to. And then we just release the best possible album. If we have to take a song out, or add another song. I mean, that's that's what we need to do when it comes time for it. But um, you know, so far, so far the process has been pretty good. It's been uh, you know, pretty diplomatic and, and democratic. You know, with with how we kind of go forward. We want this to be a, a full band decision. We we view ourselves as an equal fifth, every single one of us. And I think that that uh, has its pros and its cons. But right now, it's it's been pretty positive. It's been pretty good. Awesome. So you have like democracy in your band, like everybody gets a vote and then you do what the majority wants you to do. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd say so. You know, I mean, um, Bobby and Chris have, have been, have been in this band or they started this band 15, 16 years ago, uh, back out East in Ontario. And, uh, they've kept it alive in one way or another through in- inactivity and, and through some, some highs and lows. Um, and now that now the ball's really rolling and things been going really well over the last uh, four or five years. And um, they, they were big proponents of, of we want it to be a band. We want it to be you know, an equal fifth. And I've been in the band now for about five years and uh, about the same time as uh, Tyler. Tyler's been about five years and uh, we all feel like it's an equal say. Um, and even though I am the lead singer, uh, I get shit on a lot uh, behind closed doors just because we like to poke fun at each other. So I don't feel like I have any higher status than anyone else in the band. So that's that's good. That's good when the uh, the bassist can uh, can dish out some good blows to the singer too. So bassists have no say in anything, do they? <laughs> well, but you know what? Unfortunately, in our band, our bassist mix, mixes all of our shit. So that he actually oh, yeah. <laughs> so he's got a lot to say, right? He'll lose <laughs> the vocals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I I keep my uh uh, shut what I need to. That's for sure. <laughs> right. You can't Your give me too much. Can talk? What, what was that, sir? <laughs> Your bassist can talk. What yeah. the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, he is the quietest. He is the quietest one in the band. Ironically, too. He's uh, he's uh, he's a quiet guy. He's very uh, low key and and uh, but but he's he's very smart. He's a very intelligent guy. And I've I've known Tyler for years ever since we were uh, teenagers. And uh, I always wanted to be in a band with him because I, I loved his band in the local scene growing up. Uh, it was just, it was, it was so cool. He said he's a very talented guy. We're all very talented people and uh, it really shows. So it's good. Awesome. Yeah, the stuff sounds really good and your voice sounds amazing. So I definitely urge people to check it out. Oh, thank you. I, I really appreciate that. That's uh, very nice of you. I have one more before I let you go. Back to songwriting or actually records, but do you find it difficult not writing the same record? We were talking to somebody earlier that says it, you know, they go out of their way to specifically distance themselves from the previous record so as not to repeat it. Do you find it hard doing that? Or do you make a conscious effort to do that? Um, you know what? I, I find, especially with this band, I feel like going from Kingsbane to Foundations and now progressing into the next record that we're writing um it really is just about like we're, we're seeing where we're growing and how we're growing and we go from there right it's like you know if, if, if we had a bunch of you know if we had our roots in the ground and we we're starting to grow and we had different branches going that the branches always go towards the sun right they always go to where they need to get the most light they're not going to go into the you know into the brush or or get tangled up in something else so 
I feel like for us, we're, we're looking at where the sun is and we're, we're kind of slowly growing that way. So, you know, just, just kind of like a little bit of an example with Kingsbane, that was all written before I even joined the band, uh, the lyrics and, and the songwriting and stuff. Um, so I didn't have uh, a lot to say. I, I got to add in some melodies and I got to, to add my own spin on it, obviously. Um, but uh, with Foundations, we, we decided to, to not go with a concept album, which Kingsbane is, you know, mm-hmm. with, a, with, with an, uh, a full story and, right. and characters and, and all that stuff. Um, and we wanted to go more thematic with Canadian um, themes and, and Canadian history and, and, and uh, challenging uh our Canadian culture um, while maintaining all the songs separately um, with their content. And then with this one uh, coming up, uh, we're just kind of seeing what happens. I mean, if if there's like a a song that has like a big epic, that's like a 10, 15 minute song that's broken into like dream theater esque kind of thing or whatever, then that's what it is. But um, I think we're always just looking at what we've done well and what makes most sense. And we're just going in that direction. So uh, we don't, I don't think we come by it on purpose to try and be different. I think that is happening naturally, which I think is just yeah. awesome. I mean, that's the best way to do it. Yeah. Excellent. I don't have anything else. Rainy, you got anything else? Thank you very much for taking the time. I appreciate it. Be well. Yeah. No yeah, you guys take yeah we'll see you, man. Yeah. was nice meeting you. See you later. See you, man. Hey, this is Dewey Halpas, host of Peer Pleasure on the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Join me each week as I explore another long-form conversation with one of your favorite musicians, actors, comedians, or creatives. From Chino Moreno of the Deftones, John Gorley of Portugal the Man, to Fat Mike from No Effects, and Ian Mackay from Fugazi and Minor Threat, we go all over the map. From Fallout Boy to Slayer, Peer Pleasure has it all. Check us out now on Sound Talent Media.